All right, what's up, guys? I'm James. I'm Owen. And we're here bringing to you the brand new A League of Our Own podcast, and where we're just talking sports, news, pop culture on a weekly basis. We're going to have a bunch of special guests come in from episode to episode. You know, we're starting this amid the coronavirus, which is sweeping the nation state by state. Um, and we're just trying to bring light into your guys' world through sports news and anything that it is. And we plan to carry this over week by week. We'll probably take a little hiatus during summer and then continue next school year. I'm in New Jersey. We're not together, obviously. We're social distancing. Yep, out here in Massachusetts. So also practicing the social distance. Yes, we're we're just uh, two friends. We go to school together in Connecticut. We're two high schoolers trying to bring you a good time. So today we're going to kick things off. We're talking NFL free agency. And the big fish, Tom Brady, signed a two-year, $50 million contract with Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh, and you're a Pats fan. Take it away. As a Pats fan, it really hurts, obviously, to lose the quarterback that we've relied upon the last 20 or so years. So, But unfortunately, he did find a really good spot in Tampa Bay with all the weapons, the coaching, the support system. They're all there to support the GOAT, um, especially the wide receiver core like Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. He's pretty much got it all there. You know, yeah, like Owen said, you know, this Buccaneers team is actually quietly talented. Last season, they're coming off a 7-9 and campaign where everyone knows Jameis Winston had the first 30 touchdown, 30 interception season in NFL history. As we saw, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, both monsters, and a blossoming tight end, O.J. Howard, who, if he shows off his first-round potential like he was drafted, um, this Tampa Bay Buccaneers team can really make some noise in a very talented NFC South. Yeah, also their defense is no joke either. They have uh, Sue at defensive tackle. They got Jason Pierre-Paul at linebacker and uh, a younger uh, cornerback, John Franklin, John Franklin the third. So and they're they, uh, looking good all around. And they also for, they put their franchise tag on Shaq Barrett, who had an insane season. I think he was leading the league in sacks for a good amount of time last year. This guy was a beast. I remember watching him on red zone, seeing him get sack after sack after sack on endless quarterbacks. So I feel like this Buccaneers team could be a team to watch. Um, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Another another big signing, Phillip Rivers, going from his long-lived Chargers since the 2004 draft, signing a one-year, $25 million contract with the Colts. Placing oh, Jacoby Brissett. Yeah, I think this is a good deal for the, for, yeah, for the Colts. I do, do too. Think? I feel like a lot of people uh, doubt Phillip Rivers a lot, even though he's had some issues with his pass rating. However, he's just he's a proven quarterback, and with T.Y. Hilton, that wide receiver, I think he can definitely do some damage. I agree. I think Phil. I think this Colts team, if they had Andrew Luck last season, they would have eas- They would have easily won the AFC. Their definitely. division definitely. with the they would with the, their division with the Texans, Jaguars, and the Titans. They would have definitely beat Ryan Tannehill and his Titans. And I think Philip Rivers kind of. Well, we're not saying he's Andrew Luck. We think he's definitely <laughs> better than Jacoby Brissett, and he can definitely bring. Winning back to the Indianapolis. Yeah. I only I only question this: like, how long can Philip Rivers last with the Colts? Like, are they really pushing? I don't know. For he, he might be a for one the or Super two Bowl year this year. Deal. You know, I don't know how they're looking. They might just so, be yeah. looking for some wins, or I don't think it's long term though. He's thirty eight. I know it's weird. Another team I think we should talk about. We should talk about the Miami Dolphins. Definitely, they made a bunch of good signings with leading, but they took they stole. Uh, Byron Jones, 27-year-old cornerback from the Cowboys for a five-year, $82.5 million deal. You know, he's a solid cornerback. 
I think he's the highest paid quarterback in the league. This is this is a crazy deal to me. Definitely. I mean, they also got Fitzmagic running that QB. He always makes some plays. <laughs> I, I know. I think they'll draft someone though. Maybe, maybe they'll develop, keep developing Josh Rosen though, which would be a good move. I, know. I think. I know. I mean, Josh Rosen. I always feel like he's slept on. Yeah. Plus, they got Devontae Parker, wide receiver. They signed him to a big contract too. In, yeah. Early in the off season too. So I think that's pretty crazy, Dorm. A lot of teams making moves after the Patriots let go of Tom Brady. So that's very true. Very fighting true. for that title. Um, the Panthers, you know, they're trying to stick with it. They got they 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 signed the, their big one, Teddy Bridgewater, pair him up with the probably most talented running back in the league, Christian McCaffrey, Definitely. on a three year. Um, where is it? Sixty three. Sixty three. Yeah, three three years, sixty three million dollar deal. It's a weird deal to me. Right, yeah. Talk about it. No, I think so. I think it's weird because the Panthers, they're they're a good team. Actually, no, that, I lied. They're not a good team. They got <laughs> rid of Cam Newton. They're on the downhill. I thought they would try and rebuild, especially after cutting oh, uh, no. Cam I think, Newton. I think Teddy Bridgewater is a little uh, underrated. He's been he's been on backing up solid quarterbacks like Drew Brees. I think it's his time. He had a bad injury on the Vikings. Maybe maybe this could be his year. <clears throat> I think you're right. However, I feel like this is a – I heard this on first take. I feel like this is a very lateral move for the Panthers. You know, I feel like there's no real, like, big improvement coming up. Like, their biggest loss of the offseason, no question, when Luke Heakley retired out of the blue. Lost the heart and soul of this defense. And I feel like this team, with a new coaching staff, I feel like they can't make noise in this NFC South, in this brutal true, NFC South. True, yeah. So I just don't see what they're doing. Maybe they'll draft a quarterback. Long, long, long term, though. I mean, with McCaffrey, if he stays, they could – Maybe they're thinking more long term. Then I guess it could be lateral. If they're, if they're thinking long term, it would make sense to trade McCaffrey. Call me crazy. I mean, trade mm. McCaffrey, get a buttload of draft picks, rebuild the team the right way. That would make sense. I mean, I don't know, but yeah. McCaffrey's also one of the best running backs in the league. A little confused right now on the Panthers. Uh, That's very true. Very true. On what they're but, doing. you know, they got a new staff coming in. So it's true. Read by Coach Matt Rule out of oh, the yeah. Bears. So we'll see how he does. Another big signing for the Dolphins, Kyle Van Noy. He's another Pats guy. Talk about him. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I mean, he's been uh, in the great position with uh, the Patriots so far. I mean, under Bill Belichick, he knows the defense well. But I don't he is know. Re- he is reuniting with his linebacker coach Brian Flores in the Dolphins. Oh, which is right, interesting. right, right, right. So he signed a four-year, fifty-one dollar, fifty-one million dollar deal. It's a lot of money for. Uh, outside Lumber. Like yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, you got any other? Uh, oh, any other picks before we get into sleeper and overrated picks? I think we can go into sleeper signings. I'm excited about this. One, wait, one more. I want to address one more. Emmanuel yeah. Sanders. Oh, right, right, right. Really questionable pick. Going to signed a two year, sixteen million dollar deal with the Saints. Right. He's a talented guy. He's quick, very fast. I I think it makes sense. He's a good, good really good. He's a really good number two. I think this is a really good sign for the Saints. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean, he's put, he'll finally behind have a, Michael Thomas. He'll finally have like a quarterback throwing him since Peyton Manning mm-hmm. lasted. So yeah, uh, as you can see, Owen and I haven't really addressed like re-signings. Like we know, Dak Prescott, huge free agent. Drew Brees, huge free agent. They both re-signed. Right. So did AJ Green. All these tags. Amari Cooper signed a great, t- huge contract. Yeah, that's huge. Another big one, which I'll talk about later, Chris Harris 
signed right. with, with the Chargers. Also, we'll Tannehill, four years, big re-sign. Yeah, how was Oh, my God, that was enormous. I know. The Titans, I mean, do they really think they can win with Ryan Tannehill? That's a really good question. I mean, they had a pretty good stint in the playoffs this year, so we'll see. They they did. All right. Am I getting sleepers? Yeah, you go first with your first. All right, my first. We have So we've prepared two underrated uh, signings, two overrated, a sleeper team, and a hold-your-horse team. To, <laughs> like, like, chill with the team. So, my uh, underrated signing, uh, my first one, Xavier Rhodes, uh, signed a one-year, $5 million deal with the Colts. This guy's, this this guy, (laughs) this guy was, this guy was a stud. And yes, he had a tough season this past year, but he's made three Pro Bowls. He even made it last year. I don't know how. He was a first-team All-Pro in 2017. And I feel like the Colts defense with Brian Leonard at, uh, at a linebacker, I feel like this is a really, really good signing for the Colts. Really, really smart by the Colts. I mean, he, I know. they got him at a good time right now, and I think the Colts are on the on the rise. So, huge, huge play. Yeah, the Colts, they're, they're a team to watch, and we'll talk yeah. about them more later. Okay, I said Brian Leonard. Uh, correct me, Darius Leonard leading Darius. the linebacker charge on the Colts. Right, right. So I feel like the, this Colts defense was very solid last year, and I think you throw yeah. a really talented cornerback when yeah. he's had his p- potential. I mean, no harm. They took the opportunity season. to buy low on him, and I think it can and work out. We'll see. Yeah, I agree. All right, your first underrated signing. My first would be uh, uh, Falcons signing uh, Todd Gurley to a one-year, five, really five million dollar deal. I that was my overrated. As really a, as a hyped. Yeah, I mean they so. just dumped Devontae Freeman, save up cap space, and now they got. Gurley, who used to be arguably one of the best running backs in the league for only $5 million. That's it's, true. But, it's a risky but also, situation, but I think it can pay off. Todd Gurley, we know his injury history. I think this pick – I think this – I don't like this because I feel like the Falcons settled. I feel like they still have no chance in that brutal NFC South like we talked about with Tom Brady, Drew Brees. I still feel like throwing Todd Gurley in the mix – won't really improve much while he is a super talented guy. Throwing him with Julio Jones and Matt Ryan obviously isn't a bad thing, but I just feel like this team this past year was not good enough to compete. And I feel like adding Todd Gurley won't push them above the Saints or probably even above the Buccaneers at this point. I mean, he might not be what they need, but I think as a team improvement, I think he's definitely a, a standout. Astro, when he's good, he's good. You know, yes, he's up there with Saquon, um, for sure. Christian McCaffrey, but it just can he get back to form? I mean, the Rams clearly we're done with them, you know. Yeah, I see that. All right, All right. Uh, my second uh, sleeper signing, Blake Martinez. I might be a little biased because I'm a Giants fan. However, he signed a three-year, thirty million dollar deal with the, with the Giants. He quietly was second in the league this past season behind Bobby Wagner in tackles, averaging nine point six nine tackles per game. He was an animal in the middle. He would swap up any running back who went in this direction. He's 26, young guy, entering the prime. I feel like this is a good ad for the for the weak Giants defense. I agree. And he could really make some noise after they got rid of Alec Ogletree this offseason. Yeah, also they're adding uh, Martinez with Leonard Williams up front, Bradbury in the secondary. So they're kind of building up, rebuilding this defense. So it can complement the rising wait, wait. offense. Yeah, so I was saying earlier how they're just adding Martinez to the Leonard Williams up front, Bradbury in the secondary. 
I'm just talking about how the Giants are just overall rebuilding their defense, complementing the offense that they've built up with Barkley too. So it's looking really good. Barkley, Daniel Jones. This year, I don't think they'll make much noise. Probably have a six-win season. You know, they're thinking big. Another good draft pick. But big picture, I think this is a decent signing. Three years, three transition years. Hopefully, they're fighting for a playoff spot in that third year. Same with James Bradbury. Barry, I think a really good signing. Three years, forty-five mil with the Giants. They're re- slowly rebuilding this defense. And while some people think David Gettleman isn't the best GM for letting go of Odell and making some really questionable moves early in his career, like one drafting Daniel Jones sixth overall, which D. Jones, I think he can progress into a good player. However, sixth overall is a high price to pay for a guy of that caliber out of college. So I think that this Giants team, they're, they're rebuilding slowly. I think they'll get there. I don't know if they will in this Blake Martinez three-year era, but I think Blake Martinez is certainly a good compromise in the middle for the next three years. I see that, yeah. I think it's All right, enough. another one of your sleeper picks. All right, one of my sleeper picks is the Browns signing tight end Austin Hooper, four years, oh $44 million. Dude, you're getting all my overrated ones. Wow, we can have a little disagreement, I guess. Yeah, all right, go go for it. I've showed little glimpses of what they can be. He fits nicely as a top three target with uh, OBJ, Jarvis Landry. So I think this could be promising if Baker Mayfield steps it up this year. I see that. However, I just think I feel like every year there's these big tight end splashes in free agency that really lead to underproducement. That's not a word. That lead to not productive <laughs> seasons. And I feel like Austin Hoover epitomizes that. And $13 million a year for a tight end who, yeah, he's a good tight end, but I mean, he's no Kelsey. He's no Ertz. He's no Kendall. I yeah. feel like it's a decent deal. I don't know. I just thought it was a bit overhyped. All right. All right. I mean, I don't know. I feel like the, this Browns team last year, they tested their luck with Freddie Kitchen, the coach. Obviously, we all know how that went. Fit, miserable season for them <laughs> after expecting to end this playoff drought. And now they have a new coaching staff, new GM coming in, replacing uh, Dorsey and co. So we'll see how they do. I don't think it'll be great, but Austin Hooper certainly won't hurt. And either way, I think the Joe Coop is not terrible. He wasn't really ever given a fair chance at that tight end spot. You know? Yeah. Okay, fair enough. David Joker. All right, overrated picks. Who you got? Should I start? Yeah, go for it. All right. As much... Actually, no. Here. The Cowboys re-signing Amari Cooper, five years, $100 million, I think is a little overrated, considering I think they could have moved him, maybe trade for some more pieces. I mean, looking at his stats this year, he did have some, like, standout games, but... Eight of his 16 games played, he had four catches or less, and I think he just didn't show up in some of the big moments against teams like uh, when they're battling for the that uh, division. This is a monster deal. I think it's the same deal OBJ got, not 100% sure. But yeah. $20 million a year for a wide receiver who, oh. when he's good, he's really good, Amari Cooper. He's a really good asset for Dak Prescott. He rounds out the yeah. Dak Prescott, Ezekiel yeah. Elliott trio really well. Um, Overrated... I don't know. I mean, I feel like this, it's a bit overpriced. I agree with you on that. But I think he's a very important spot to this offense who lost Jason Wynn this offseason too. Yeah, I can see that though. But I don't really know if the Cowboys are thinking long term because they just re-signed both these big big name players. But I Yeah, think, they got to win now. Yeah, they got to win now. And I just don't see it happening. So I think this was not a smart move. Yeah, Mari Cooper. Good receiver. 
um, could be considered elite. I think he'll he was good with the Cowboys this past year, much better than he was with the Raiders. Yeah, Deep, definitely. Overpriced signing. Not terrible, though. Yeah. All right. All right. So my overrated – Owen kind of spoiled them earlier <laughs> with Austin Hooper and Todd Gurley, but I actually have a third prepared. All right. And that's Melvin Gordon signing with I, the Broncos on a two-year, $16 million deal. I definitely agree with that. I think this Broncos team with Drew Locke at the helm will not make much noise in a and in the AFC West with the, with, yeah. the, with the Chiefs coming off the Super Bowl and the Chargers having a sneaky good offseason. Yeah. I feel like this move – I feel like Philip Lindsay's a decent option at running back. Mm. And I feel like Melvin Gordon added to this offense won't really do much. He didn't average much. He was – kind of played fiddle to Austin Eckler because Austin Eckler had a good year. I know. And I just feel yeah. like he won't be do much for this Broncos offense. I think – yeah, I think the Broncos paid – quite a lot to take him from the Chargers, but I don't think the Chargers really care too much because they have their uh, uh, their running back in Eckler right now, so not really sure what they're thinking because they also have, uh, they still have Philip Lindsay, right? The Broncos? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so I don't know. Yeah, questionable signing. I feel like Melvin Gordon kind of regrets holding out last year. Right. I feel like that kind of screwed up the path of his career. He could be a stud on a $10 million per year contract with the with the Chargers. Instead, he's going to a rebuilding Broncos team for on a two-year deal. So yeah, I we'll see, see how that plays Definitely. out. All right. You're, you're overrated, sorry. All right. One. Um, so, wait a minute. Here we go. All right. The Raiders signing QB Marcus Mariota for two years, $17.6 million. But I think this was almost just making up for the fact that they didn't get the Tom Brady move that they were expecting. But I don't really think that this is, like, really worth unless they're, like, questioning Derek Carr. So I think this is a little little of a weird move. I John, totally... John Gruden's a little uh, QB-obsessed, I think, so... I totally agree with you. Adding Marcus Mariota pretty much won't do anything. He'll probably I'd... lose the battle to Derek Carr. Yes. Maybe it's to maybe they because Derek Carr was decent a few years ago. Maybe they want to add some pressure to Carr, make him perform. Yeah, I, I don't think know. that that contract's worth that though. So I agree. Yeah. You know, I I totally think it's a weird signing, especially he's making eight, uh, seven seventeen point six million dollars for two years. <laughs> weird signing. I feel like this could backfire on the Raiders when he plays like two or three. Two or three, uh, two or three games at max. Yeah, you know, agreed. All right, so I install both of my uh, overrated. So I'm me looking at the free agency sheet right now. One that actually jumps off the paper as an overrated deal is uh, Ronnie McLeod re-signing with the Eagles for two years, six million. He's a he's a good he's a good guy. He's a good, good uh, defensive back for the Eagles. But I feel like they re-signed him and Jalen Mills. I don't know. I feel like paying six million per year for Rodney McLeod certainly isn't worth it. What's your take? Yeah, it's kind of a tough, tough situation. I don't think that he deserves that contract. I can agree with you on that. But it's not. It's not terrible. I mean, it, yeah, it certainly could be worse. He's he's good. Not, he's not, I'm not saying he's bad. I'm just yeah. saying it, it's a it's a weird deal for me, especially with this Eagles team. That is competing with the uh, with the Cowboys in the in the East and the NFC East, right? 
So I don't know. It's kind of kind of weird. another weird signing that jumped off the page. Eric Ebron signed a two-year deal with the Steelers. Um, I don't know. Ben Roethlisberger giving him another option, I guess, behind Juju. Yeah. I mean, the Steelers are at a weird point in time where they're competing with the Ravens in that brutal in that division with the Browns, who yeah. are an up and coming team. And Joe Burrow's uh, Cincinnati Bengals. Right. So I don't know. I feel like they still have. Like a, don't they? The Steelers still have Vance McDonald. They do. I don't feel like he's that very good. Uh, I'd take him over Ebron. Really? Yeah. It's interesting. <laughs> um. Yeah, he's still on the Steelers. So, all, all right, right, Alan. Sleeper team at this point in time. Go. Sleeper team. All right. I um went with the Indianapolis Colts after the Phillip Rivers signing. I think he will be a great uh, throwing target to uh, T.Y. Hilton. They have Marlon Mack as running back. I think the defense is pretty solid with uh, Darius Leonard and uh, newly signed uh, Xavier Rhodes. So I think they can surprise some people this year. I agree. I think they're a really good team. I think they re-signed Anthony Costanzo behind that really good offensive line. One of yeah. the best in the league. I think they can make some noise, especially in their division, where they basically all they can be with is Deshaun Watson and the Texans. Right. So yeah, my my sleeper team. I put down two. The Colts was one of them. My other, I think the Chargers, kind of the Philip Rivers saga here. So did Philip Rivers and Melvin Gordon leave? Yes, and that's frightening to get a new quarterback. As of now, they're going with Tyrod Taylor at the helm. Um. Yeah, but they, 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 we'll see how that goes. I still think this team is very talented. They were very good two seasons ago when they lost to the Pats in the second round of the playoffs. Um, they signed Chris Harris, cornerback, on a two-year, uh, $20.25 million deal. I think it's a very good deal. He's kind of old. He's 30. Um, it's relatively – well, it's not cheap. It's ten. It's a $20.25 million deal over two. Um, I think this is a good deal for the Chargers. They got a really good all-star pre- uh, Pro Bowl presence in, in in their defense back field. So I think that's really good signing for them to yeah. already improve their pretty solid defense that's led by Joey Bosa and Derwin James. Cool. All right. Hold Should your horse. We... Who you got? <laughs> I went with the Green Bay Packers. Okay. That's a really good one. I like that. All it right, might... It's a, I mean, they did have a pretty good season last year. Pretty good is an understatement coming to the NFC Championship. I think Aaron Rodgers is a great quarterback, but I think their pass protection, their defense, even their wide receiver core was had some bad moments this year, and I just don't think it's going to happen. They they also blew some games late to at home, too, to Lions, Panthers. So I don't know. I don't think that this team's on the rise. I think they're on the That's decline. A- that's a good pick, but mildly argument is that, like, who else is in their division, you know? Like, the Vikings, they're a decent team. They lost Trey Ways. <laughs> they obviously lost Stefan Diggs in a huge deal to the Bills, which we'll talk about in a bit. Um, I feel like the the Bears won't really compete with them, who just signed Nick Foles, and they have their own little Raiders-esque QB battle going on. So, yeah. I don't know. I feel like the, they could still win the division, though. Yeah, I'm thinking more like big picture. I feel like Aaron yeah, Rodgers has I hear you. goals set on Super Bowl, and I don't think that's going to happen. All right, my uh, hold your horse team. We haven't even spoke about arguably the biggest deal of the offseason. My hold your one? horse is on, uh, yeah, on the Arizona Cardinals. 
Oh right. Um, just just made a monster deal. Gave up David Johnson and some random pick for <laughs> DeAndre Hopkins, a fourth rounder. And, yeah, and the the Cardinals respect. They absolutely fleeced the Houston Texans in this one. Um, they they do have a really good looking trio in Kyler Murray, up and coming quarterback. Uh, David, uh, not David Johnson, Kenyon Drake, who's a talented running back, kind of just put in the wrong situation with the Dolphins last season, or for the first half, and now they got DeAndre Hopkins, arguably the best receiver in the league. I think while wow, that looks really good, their line was so bad last year. Kyler Murray was always on the ground, forced to run he every time, forced to run every play. Their defense was so so at best, <laughs> and they're also in this stacked NFC West division competing with the Seahawks, the Rams, and the 49ers for that title. So I feel like while this team's getting a lot of hype for the DeAndre Hopkins signing, I feel like this they're they're not going to compete this year. All right. I think – yeah, I agree. And it's kind of weird how the, the LA Rams went from the most interesting team in the NFC West to probably now the least interesting team. <laughs> Sean McVay is, like, not very talk-spoken about compared to – uh, Kyle Shanahan's 49ers, uh, the the Seahawks, and Cliff King, Kingsbury's uh, Cardinals. So I feel like while the, the, they could make the playoffs, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. So what do you think about the uh, new playoff format in the NFL? Uh, I think it's actually a pretty good move. It's like there was definitely some competition for like really good teams that were like battling for those wild card spots and it kind of like plays off the fact that some divisions are way more competitive than others so i like the move i agree um i think that now with only one team getting a bye it makes that top seed also important and to the point where week 17 might be a might might actually people could be trying for that bye week so you won't see like Lamar Jackson resting in that last week if they need to win to get the bye, because now six teams, six teams are playing on wild wild card weekend. So, right. so you you have anything else to elaborate on that? I feel like uh, I'm excited actually. Watching the wild card games is so much fun. So, <laughs> I'll take <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, sure. I agree, and I think in the so I think in the in the NFC, it's it's going to be a close one. I think the Seahawks could compete. The 49ers obviously could compete. Is there anyone else I'm missing? I feel like I'm blanking on team. Oh, the Saints. And even Saints. now the Buccaneers. Yeah, I, I like the Saints, actually. With, uh, I agree. Michael Thomas and um, who they just signed again. The, the number two wide receiver. Emmanuel Sanders. Yeah, yeah. And obviously Drew Brees. So I, I like that team right now. I agree. I think they'll beat Tom Brady, even though Tom – I think Tom will get a wild card spot, but I feel like they'll beat Tom Brady. Yeah, I, I agree. All right, we're moving – Moving on to our next topic, you know, we're talking the NBA. We're talking the only league that's going on in the world, the Belarus Premier League. <laughs> um, big college news coming this Monday when the NCAA votes on whether seniors will get another league eligibility. I wouldn't take it away. Yeah, I'm really excited to hear what they uh, decide on this because I know there's a ton of seniors I love to see in their uh, last year in March Madness, especially Cassius Winston. I thought he could really have do something with Michigan State this year. There's so many... So many cases where I was really excited to see what happened. So I hope that they make a good decision. No, I agree with you on this. Um, I think the vote's actually just for spring athletes. Oh, really? 
on Monday, and I think that the winner one could come at a different time. Not 100% sure. No, but I know. Oh, it's... I know what they're doing. For um, winter, they're voting if they have to separate years between um, transfers. That's I got. Oh, I got really? that mixed up. Yeah, that's interesting. Okay, because they're voting on spring athletes. I I assume the NCAA, while they are not corrupt, they're a questionable <laughs> I'd, I'd organization. I think they'll give. I think they'll give spring athletes an extra year. They just definitely. I should. don't know about winner. I don't think they'll give no, winner I, athletes. Well, I'd, I would love to see Cassius Winston, Miles Powell, all these guys in the NCAA tournament one more time. Yeah, I I'd be surprised if they gave them an extra fair. year. Yeah. So, you got anything else before we move on to our awaited segment, <laughs> weekly segment, questions of the day, where we prepare questions for each other. We're going to read them off one by one, and I'm, Owen, I'm, Owen's going to ask me questions, and then I'm going to ask him questions. We're going to read them off rapid fire, quick answers, and then we'll go back and dive into each one separately. Do you want to go first, or should I? Uh, all right, so you're going all six at a time? We're going all six at a time. We're going one by one, and then after, like, you give your initial answer, we're going to dive into each Later one. Later on. Like, right after. Okay. All right. All right. Do you want to go first? You, you go first. All right. My six questions. Who's, who's going to get more wins this year, the Bucks or the Pats? Bucks. Greater chance at NBA MVP, LeBron or Luka Doncic? LeBron. <clears throat> Will the MLB play in 162-game season? No, it will shorten. Who will make more noise in the playoffs, if, if it happens, in the NBA playoffs? The 76ers or the Rockets? Rockets. Do you think the upcoming NCAA football or NFL season will be affected by COVID-19? Uh, I think um, the draft. Right. Yes or no? no? <laughs> <laughs> um, and lastly... Better animated movie, The Incredibles or Cars? Um, Incredibles. All right, let's hop into them. More, you you said the Bucks. Why? Why will they get more wins in the past? I mean, I just think they have more pieces right now, and there's so many questions surrounding the Pats. So I just went with the safer bet. I know, but like Bill Belichick, though. I mean, I feel like I Tom can Brady, count though. Out. Come on. I know, but I mean, I feel like the Pats. I don't know what they're going to do at QB. I don't know if they're rolling Jared Stidham, Brian Hoyer, whoever they throw under center. I feel like this team, while they won't compete in the AFC East, I think that's the Bills' division to lose at this point in time. I think the Pats are definitely a decent option, a decent bet to get second in the division. And I feel like – I agree with you. I think the Bucks will get more wins, but I feel like you could just never count the Pats out. I, I, I can see that, yeah. As a Pats fan, that hurts. <laughs> I know. I mean, you guys still got Julian Edelman, though. Yeah, right. Which is good. All right. Next next thing you said, greater chance at NBA MVP. You said LeBron over Luka. Why? I mean, it's LeBron. He's been carrying this Lakers squad. And um, I don't know. It's, it's just Luka's had some standout games. But I think that... Um, they're just in, they're the number one seed in the West, so I just take them. They're they're nine games. Okay, ahead. I they're nine games ahead of the I don't know how I feel about this because I feel like if you take LeBron away from the Lakers, they still got Anthony Davis. They still got Kyle Kuzma. Yeah. But if you take Luka Luca away from the Mavs, 
I can't even name another player on the Mavs. And I'm, oh, not, and I'm like, not a great NBA. Oh, sorry, yeah. Owen, Owen's the NBA guy. I like two of us. I just feel like if you were take Luka away from the Mavs, they won't really. No, he's more of an They, they obviously won't make the playoffs. To the team. But I think, I think the committee would obviously yeah, vote LeBron. Definitely. I don't know. Because he's <laughs> LeBron. LeBron. All right, MLB, you think they'll shorten yeah, their season? Definitely. What do you think about all these rumors about having the World Series on Christmas? That would be pretty pretty cool, I guess, but it'd be pretty bad. Where is the World Series being held? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's at who's ever it's at who's ever uh, who's ever playing. I'm a little out of, I'm a little out of touch with baseball. <laughs> uh, um yeah, I can't imagine them having the World Series in the Bronx on Christmas. I feel like yeah, that would be ridiculous. I don't know. It's freeze. It's freezing around here. Imagine it being in Boston. I feel like that's not going to happen. Trust me, Boston will not be in the World Series this year. I know, but the yeah. Yankees could, and the Bronx. I feel like it's too cold yeah. here. I don't know if they could get a neutral site. Yeah, I they feel like yeah, they could a- do that, but that would take a- that would take yeah. away the World Series yeah. from cities that would argue that they deserve it. So I think that's an interesting one. All right, now my fourth question I asked you. Who's going to make more noise in the playoffs, the 76ers or Rockets? I said Rockets. Why? I mean, they got Russell Westbrook, James Harden. They, you, know the, you know the core. Um, I just think that they have more experience, and I think the 76ers are uh, a little weak with uh, Ben Simmons and Embiid. I just don't think they have what it takes. Here's the thing. I actually counted you on this one. I think the, the 76ers could do better solely because – they're they're the sixth seed. Both both teams right now are the sixth seed in their respective conferences. Um, if if the playoffs were to start tomorrow, the Rockets would go go up against the Nuggets, who have been a very good team this year. Yeah. And the Sixers would go up against the Celtics, which makes me sound like I could actually be wrong. <laughs> However, I feel like the Sixers they've had Ben Simmons on an injury recently. They're gonna get him back after this little hiatus. I feel like they could be a really tough team to mess with in the East. And I feel like they could bring some trouble to the Celtics. <laughs> yeah. And we know, we know the Rockets with their small ball lineup. I don't know how they would do versus Nuggets. I just feel like the Sixers could go on more of a run, even though there's very rarely upsets. Yeah. I don't know. I know. It's a weird it's, one. I think it's pretty, it's kind of dependent on like the, the situation or like who they're going up against. So. Mm-hmm. I agree. <laughs> All right, who who will the NCAA football season or the NFL be affected by coronavirus? You said yeah. no. Well, they Roger Goodell recently uh, decided to not postpone the draft. Correct. That's true. So yes. I think if they're right now, I don't think they're going to do any. It's not going to postpone the season because he seems to be pretty adamant about not pushing it back anything. So that's true. But I feel like the draft; these teams have been preparing. They had the combine. Not like that got canceled or anything. They still can contact these players through uh, <laughs> FaceTime, text, whatever, yeah. through mobile contact. And you don't even need a location to have the draft. You can literally just have it online. So I feel like I, don't, I really hope the NCAA football season isn't postponed. I think spring workouts and OTAs could get canceled. True. And which will shorten the offseason and shorten preseason preparations. But I really don't think the heart and soul of the schedule will be postponed. Or I hope not, at least. I trust the American people, <laughs> social distance. All right, and lastly, 
better animated movie. You said The Incredibles over Cars. I totally agree with you on this one. Why? Uh, I think Incredibles is kind of a it's kind of a slap. It's so good, but I'm not a big. I agree, fan. and the second one was good too. Yeah, I'm not either. I mean, you love Lightning McQueen. He's a pretty yeah. fast guy, but I mean, The Incredibles are pretty. This fun is the too. real argument right here. Yeah, I know. We're just trying to have fun. I mean, get us a Netflix recommendation if you have any. So, all right, your questions. Last bit before Should I just uh, rattle them off here. Rattle them off one by right. one, and then we'll go back. What's your go-to sport to watch, like any level? Any level. That's quick, a really quick, good quick. question. Uh, college right. basketball. Uh, what do you think of the possibility of playing NBA games in the Bahamas? Yes or no? Yes, absolutely. If Marsh Madness played out, who would be your predicted champion? Probably Gonzaga. All right. Lakers or Clippers? Lakers. Uh, Drew Brees or Tom Brady for this next season, just this season? This kills me to say because I love Tom, but Drew Brees. All right. And finally, I think you like this one. As a Giants fan, what one player would you choose to improve the team? Daniel Jones. 100%. Out of any player in the league. You have oh, to pick any, oh, player, any, player, any player in the league. league. Mm, this is interesting. Any yeah. player in the league? Playing GM um, here. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know. I, I'm, I, you caught Come me on. off guard. Any play, player in play. the league? I know. I'm, 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 I'm screwing the pooch here. Um, it's one of his things. <laughs> yeah, that is. Um, shoot. Um, who's a – oh, my God. Bro, you got to – You're you killing me, Owen. You're killing me, dude. Uh, Aaron, Aaron Donald. Oh, my. All right. <laughs> all right. All right. Let's go back. What was the your first one? sport to watch. You chose college basketball. I w- – College basketball is awesome. March Madness is the best sporting I think event. It is, it is so much fun, especially when you have skin in the game. You're picking a team to win. Yeah. I, when sports are on, we'll talk more gambling. <laughs> but that's, that, that's postponed for now. Um, I think college basketball is awesome. Having these guys fight to get to the league where they will put in minimal effort is <laughs> awesome. I think watching like Obi Toppin this year, I was fortunate enough to watch one or two of his games. I, I'm a huge Rutgers basketball fan. Owen knows this. Watching their games were the highlight of my day. <laughs> and I just think college basketball and Big Ten basketball specifically are so much fun. I definitely agree. I think playing for the love of the game, so many crazy shots in March. You got to love, gotta love I it. I agree. Yeah, it's crazy. I agree. All right. My second question was the NBA recently was discussing ideas of playing games in the Bahamas. You said yes. Yeah. I don't see why not. I think if all these people, if all the players are asymptomatic um, and there's still a bit of mess going on in the States and all the players test negative, I think there's no harm in going across across the waters to the Bahamas, south, south, uh, east of Florida. I feel like there's no harm there. Yeah. Know? I feel like it's a good filler, but I really question the logistic, logistics behind it. Yeah, I was reading, uh, there's an article, it's like, there's no, I mean, there's, right now there's only nine... Uh, positive coronavirus um there's only nine people with uh coronavirus in the bahamas so it's very low threat interesting so, yes but we'd also be bringing i know that's hundreds that's the maybe even thousands of americans over there no. and and because there are probably so many americans that have it and have no idea exactly. or not have no idea but just can't get tested yeah. all right next one all right the next question was if march madness played out the predicted champion you chose was it oh uh, yeah I pick Gonzaga. I feel like all these powerhouse teams of the year, um, 
Dayton. I feel like Baylor wouldn't have made that very much noise. I feel like this year was finally Gonzaga's year to win because they've always been good. They've never they're, they're obviously not in a Power Five conference, but they've always dominated the the West Coast. And I feel like this was their year to break out, led by Killian Tilly and what's his name? Oh my God, Pe- yep. Petrovich. Yeah, I feel like this they, this team would have made some noise. I I actually was thinking about saying them as well. I was either between them, Dayton, or um, even uh, 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 Michigan State this year. But yeah. I disagree. Michigan State, I'm a huge Big Ten guy. They were they were a bit I, phony. I got Cassius Winston. I think he's Yeah, he's really good. I I, I really good just pick the team for March Madness with like a very good returning point guard. I think that's a huge thing. Okay. That's I I I respect the pick. Right. I personally disagree. Alright, so Alright, next one. Lakers or Clippers, you said Lakers. You know, LeBron. LeBron. I mean, not much else. I'm not a huge NBA guy. Anthony Davis is also pretty fire. <laughs> I mean, while the Clippers do have Kawhi and Paul George, I mean, who, who's currently clinched, clinched the playoff spot? True. True. Right? The Lakers. Wait, did the Clippers? Um, I'm not sure. I know the Lakers have. I think, but they are Lakers are number one. So, I uh yeah, the Lakers did clinch, and the <clears throat> the Clippers have not. So right. I feel like it's it's the Lakers conference to lose and the Clippers are five and a half games back. Mm. So I feel like LeBron and Anthony Davis cannot be stopped. I I actually would have chose the Lakers as well, even though Kawhi right, is a playoff threat. But That's true. I mean he's resting like he's only playing one game every five, so but <laughs> I think they have some other issues to work out. Their bench little mm. not so great right now. So I had a good That's true. good quick answer. Right. And Drew Brees or Tom Brady? You said it hurt. Choose Tom. Drew it hurt. <laughs> I love Tom Brady. He's he's the ultimate champion. He's a winner. But Drew Brees is on the stack Saints team with a proven defense, proven weapons. Added Emmanuel Sanders, like we spoke about. They got Alvin Kamara in the backfield. Um, nice one-two punch with Alvin Kamara and Latavius Murray. He's kind of slept on it. True, bit. true. And Michael Thomas, obviously the best, arguably the best receiver in the league. I think Drew Brees will have a much better year. We know him as the pinpoint pocket <laughs> passer out of Purdue. And I feel like he's only going to – I feel like he'll have the better year out of Tom Brady, who's adjusting to a new offense and a new, brand-new team for the first time in his career. Like, Drew Brees, has, Drew Brees has been through it all. And I feel like Tom Brady, wow, he's the GOAT. I think Drew Brees loves him. I really like this question. I think you go either way. So, I'll, I'll take it. Back it up well. Mm-hmm. All right. Final question. As Giants GM, yeah. the player you chose was Aaron Donald. This is true. Yes, I, I stand by this. I don't forget. This was a very – I was – I was Put on uh, the spot here. A deer in headlights for this question. But I feel like Aaron Donald, uh, we know him as a nose tackle. He's a stud. He's an animal. He causes so much – so many problems for the opposing team. I feel like in hindsight, him or Cleo Mack I would pick because the Giants' the Giants D-line has been so bad. They haven't been able to get pressure on the quarterback – and I feel like if you threw this Aaron Donald, Aaron Donald or Khalil Mack into the mix, their D line would be exponentially better. So you you decided to you know? go D line over offensive Aaron, stud to improve the Giants this year. One hundred percent. I was thinking I I couldn't think of an alignment off the top of my head. I probably should have thought of like a, I was trying to think of a left tackle, but yeah, I'll take. That. I just thought Aaron Donald's an All Pro and he's really Definitely. good. So I wasn't going to go with like a stud like wide receiver because. I mean, that that wouldn't really improve the team that Fair much, enough. you know. 
all the you got to build a team around the line. You know, like my dad said, <laughs> you know, his high school his high school coach at the same school Owen and I went to said, you know, if you can block, if you can kick, and you can tackle, you'll win some games. So I feel like the blocking out aspect is very important. So I don't know. That's all right. Aaron, I respect the decision. Giants GM. All right. So we're going to wrap things up here. We've loved talking to you guys. We're going to be back next week, either Saturday or Sunday. We'll drop an epi sometime and then. We'll talk NCAA, any new news that comes to light during this uh, horrid time. But, you know, we're happy to be healthy, happy to be with our families. And, yeah, you got anything else to say? Hope everyone stays safe. Looking forward to next week. Thank you. Yeah, totally. All right. Thank you very much. All right, take care. Uh, A League of Our Own signing.